plan with the 444 series was that I was going to conclude with my progress on alone highway tutoring. But if we're on that subject, the plan for the 444 series is to have been done months ago. So the summer happened. It was tragic. I was poor. I was broke. And podcasting was the last thing I was on my mind. So I did manage to squeeze in those interviews, which was great because it kind of gave me an opportunity to keep it current. Even those took way longer to produce and release than they should have. But it is what it is. Life worked out how it is, and I'm back, and I'm able to do this. With all glory being to God. With that being said, it turns out that I have a slightly better order that I should do. So right now is going to be the podcast that talks about my alone highway progress. And the conclusion to the 444 series will be a recap on 2018. Ain't nothing worse than a smart dumb nigga. So, for those of you who may not know, if you haven't heard any of the previous podcasts, episode one will talk about it near the end. But I decided to shift from my IT career to full-time tutoring. I created a long highway tutoring around this time last year. And then by the beginning of 2018, I created an LLC for it. During the 2017 and 2018 academic year, I was usually an independent contractor for other organizations. So I would be across DC public schools, tutoring middle school students in math and English with a few high school students here and there with a few relationships, with a few direct contacts I had made over the internet with a few situations where I got to meet somebody in a Maryland library or at their house. So, you know, it was slow going, but it was good. And I was figuring that the fall and the spring was going to be a launching pad for the summer and this year. And boy, was I wrong with that one. The summer dried up like the Sahara. Everybody went on vacation on me. And I didn't really see it coming because the one school I was doing great with was contacting me to see if I had if I had availability over the summer. And there were some other people who were considering and thinking over that they wanted to work with me. And I guess, you know, overall, maybe at the time I might have felt a different way, but overall, I'm not really holding a grudge on anybody. Um, I have a service that people need and I have a service that people should want. So if they don't want it, that's not their fault. I need to see what it is I did wrong or who it is that I didn't reach out to. I'm not about to sit up here and beg somebody who's not interested in my services when there's thousands of other people who are. And they just don't know I exist. That's my fault. And that self-accountability is important. And that's what's going to be the difference. That's what's going to change, you know, turn the corner and get my career going. When all those years I wasted in corporate America, you know, I had a different mindset. So even in that first episode, no matter who I'm talking crazy about, no matter who I don't like, no matter who, uh, you know, I want the big car and the big house so I could mail them a thank you letter. For you know, because I am that petty. Count of Monte Cristo is my spirit animal, so let's not get that confused. But no matter how many of those situations, at the end of the day, I am the majority cause of the good and the bad that has happened in my life. And 
as long as I understand that, I'm going to be all right. You know, it's the it's the excuses, it's the finger pointing that gets people messed up because we're all going to have problems. We're all going to falter, but you got to solve your problems, you know. And the second thing is, and the other important thing is, I had to learn how to ask for help. Like the whole point of having a strong support system is to get people uh, who are capable of doing the things that I'm not very good at to assist me or reach out to the circle, to their circle, the people I don't know, and be that encouraging and positive marketing mouthpiece for me so I don't have to come up with this cute slogan because that's not really me. These are some of the things that I've learned along the journey. But kind of coming back to the timeline, I, I suffered like the summer was a true struggle. And there's so many details I, I probably won't even touch. But I'm so thankful for the people that I have on my side from really good friends to my wife. They are the reasons that I'm coming back strong with the combination of whatever it was that I did and the combination of what God allowed me to do. Basically, I got to the point that I was looking for work. I was like, okay, well, I'm obviously not generating money on my own um, at this point in time. So, you know, I was on, I was looking at the nine to fives again. I was willing to make that dive again. And I knew, like, I was looking for part time or contract work or remote work. Like, I knew I wasn't about to, you know, everybody's like, oh, yeah, we want to join our culture and let's be a part of the long term team. Yeah, I don't want to be a part of y'all's team. Like, all the teams I've been a part of. Uh, are, are, are horrible. And, you know, again, there are some people who are lifers at their company because they're actually being treated well. So it's something I'm doing wrong. You know what I mean? But I understand that. I understand that's not my my path. That's not my route. And I don't need to do it. Uh, but hey, I also understand bills was due. People was making phone calls. So I kind of looked at them, but I really didn't. Something was still stopping me. Like I knew I wasn't about to give my all. So I really didn't send an application in to anybody it's just it just is what it is like part circumstance part pride and ego like i just didn't do it um, on the other hand there were various educational institutions who are making inquiries to prepare themselves for this upcoming school year so starting in uh, september as early as september so i found one company in the maryland area um sent off a impassioned cover letter I know how to play the game. I'm not good at it, but I know how to do it. So, you know, I got my resume together, got that cover letter out there. I sent my information to them and um, I said something that they liked. So they came back to me. We had a phone conversation. We had a in-person interview. I came back and I actually took a standardized test, uh, the ACT. Did very well on that one. Uh, came back in and did a sample class on a subject in front of their whole team, basically. So it was like a simulation as if I was teaching. Got some great feedback from that. A week or two weeks passed. I asked for an update and they said that they really appreciated and liked what I brought to the table, but they went with somebody else. And sure, it, it sucks. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I, I don't, don't ever accuse me of lying on this podcast, boy. <laughs> that's, the, that's the most insulting thing y'all can say to me. You can say it sucks. Don't ever say I lied. <laughs> You know what I mean? But I definitely, you know, hurt to not get that um, offer. They also were very complimentary and, and wanted to keep me on file. Like, I feel like they gave me compliments they didn't have to make, being that they found the other person, whoever that was, that was, you know, their future. And so good luck to them. Good luck to that person. 
you know, good luck to the students that work with them. Like, I don't, there's no need for malice in this case. Like, we're all trying to do the same thing, improve somebody's education, right? So just kept it moving. Made another connection thanks to uh, my wife and her friend. Had an interview for a school, like a, a, a you know, different, a school that was that had a unique kind of approach to what they're trying to do. So it was a part-time opportunity. It would have been a nice situation, like a nice uh, supplement. So I would have done that, and I definitely would have needed something else. But that's kind of the wave that I'm on right now. I'm all about putting together contracts and agreements and business arrangements that add up to you know, getting these bills paid and being able to play video games and describing an NBA league pass and buying alcohol and all the things that I happen to enjoy doing in life. So, uh, you know, I, I had that another in-person conversation ended up being two or three of those. Again, a week pass or something, I reached out to kind of get an update and they decided to go with somebody that could deal with the math that they needed and also physics, which maybe I could do, maybe I couldn't do, but it seemed like that person is ready from day one. So again, you tip your hat. Like there's better people out there. Like that's fine. Or and there's a bunch of situations out there. So again, no malice there. I hope that school flourishes. I, you know, not burning that bridge will be lucrative one day, some kind, some way. Whether it's direct relationship, whether it's reaching out and seeing how they can help me, it'll it'll pay off. It's always good to have people. You know, people in power and people with accomplishments on your side. So I don't burn every bridge. <laughs> it's a good thing. I, I have managed to do that. Right. So here we go. Fast forward to the third opportunity happened to be. Um, so let me shout out Indeed. All of all of the good work that I found in the past couple of years, whether it was IT or uh, education was on Indeed. Uh, LinkedIn's job postings would, would be second, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it was Indeed and, and LinkedIn were the two most. I don't know, maybe I give them the blame when they turned out to be trash too, but that is what it is. So I found this third opportunity. I uh, same thing, you know, got the resume right, get the cover letter out there, and a few days later, I, I hear back. They, you know, I said something they liked, so I had the phone conversation. Okay, and then. I went to the individual's uh, office, which ended up being in their house. And I feel like that's I feel like that's very important. Not only did I was I worth their time to where they wanted to say, OK, let me you know learn who this person is about to, to even get an invitation to the office. But I got to go to this person's house. You know what I mean? So there's that trust factor there. And I mean, you can't take that for granted in the United States of America in 2018. I'll let. If you can read between the lines, I'll let you do that. And the rest of y'all that want to be naive, I don't even know why you're here. But anyway, uh, we had a great conversation there. And I was explaining to him I was forthright. I told him that I had previously one. First of all, I told him that I have my own company. I'm trying to do this thing myself. And secondly, I told him that I had previously interviewed with that other company, the first company that was mentioned, and he was familiar with them. So what we ended up doing is I told him I took the ACT and he said, OK, well, let me see that score. And then as far as the test, we're going to want you to take instead of it being a hybrid, we'll just focus on that SAT. So I'm like, cool, I can. The SAT is my, you know, that was my bread and butter. I've, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm in my, I'm in my comfort zone there. I got a, uh, for those who haven't seen the post, I got a 780 math score when I was a senior and that was by and far what got me all my scholarships because my, um, my GPAs were never great. I was not 
a great student. I was, I've always been smart, but I didn't always do the work. So I knew I would take a, a strong test in my 30s. So I send the ACT score, and I'm like, all right, cool, you know. Yeah, let me just let him see that. And I'm looking forward to getting my invite to the next situation. And I get this. Uh, I'm on the phone with my mom, kind of talking about, hey, I think I've turned a corner. I think this one's really looking strong. I, I was close on the other ones, but, like, this one, I feel good. While I'm on the phone, I get an email back from him. And he's like, uh, first of all, I'm looking at the email. You know, while I'm trying to multitask on the phone, I'm looking at the email. It just... It, it's it's longer than it should be. You know what I mean? Like, it just has a form, like, as you're previewing the email, like, okay, wait, wait, it looks like he, this is a compliment to turn the corner. And so, sure enough, I open this email, and it says, you know, hey, I really appreciate it. Uh, you had a, 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 an impressive, I see your passion, you know, you know what you're trying to do is impressive, um, and, I, and I hope you accomplish everything you're trying to accomplish, but uh, the scores you have are way too low for our program. Uh, so he gave me a suggestion. He was basically saying, oh, you could probably work with those, uh, not boutique, but work with those larger companies that kind of brings more people in, like anybody in, um, kind of build your expertise in these subjects and then and then maybe get where you're trying to get. Like, oh, no, no, like that's not, no, nah. <laughs> This is not okay. So I, I had the poker face. I didn't want to jump off the phone with my mom, uh, but we um, we wrapped up our conversation. I got right to uh, you know typing the email because um, I was pretty sure I knew what happened. Like the other score, the other company's test score. What they did was okay. I'm sorry. Let me step back. I took basically half answered half of the questions on each subject: ACT, science, math, writing, and reading. Okay, but then they ran it through their scanner or their test score and it scored everything. So in every subject, like, for example, math probably has about 60 questions. They'll tell you I answered 25 right, five wrong and didn't answer 30. Uh, The reading section, every question that I answered was correct. However, I didn't answer 20. So at best, I was getting 50 percent, 50 something percent. So if you look at the raw scores, these were 18 to 20s. Okay, which obviously isn't impressive. In context, there are some people that take the whole test and get 18 to 20. I took half the test and did what they did. It's not to brag at all. It's just to say, like, no, I'm actually out here excelling with this score. So that's what I, in way less words, described. I was like, I need to have the test. So so to make it easier for him to read, I said, here are the raw scores that I got. And here's maybe what they could have translated to, right? And to be honest with you, so I did somewhat say, hey, it was just part of the test. I obviously didn't express it enough. And so let that be a lesson. It's better to over explain than to leave things to interpretation on such an important situation. Right. So I again, I take that one. That was that was some smart, dumb, you know, type stuff over there that I got to own. You know what I mean? So I got the email back to him 30 minutes later and I was hoping that since I got it to him fairly quickly, we cleared this up on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon or whatever the time was. But I think that was a weekend he was doing work or he was busy or whatever the case was. So Saturday, all day passes and I'm not hearing nothing. So I wake up on Sunday and I send a follow up email like, hey, just wanted to make sure that you saw what I said before. I just want to make sure I didn't get disqualified because of a misunderstanding. 
you know, I'd take the rejection if it was like, I mean, hey, if I <laughs> maybe everybody's getting perfect scores out there, you know what I mean? But if it is what I thought it was and I, this is um, we can't go out like this. Right. Um, so I'm hoping I like, get Sunday. And I mean, the whole time, like I'm already fully stressed out. Like that's why I wasn't really podcasting like that. That's why I wasn't socializing with people. That's why I was not really uh, dif- I was difficult to speak to. You know what I mean? All that type of stuff. Like, like I wanted to be in a different spot and I was uh, uh, trying to put my best foot forward. But my best foot was a club foot. You know what I mean? My best foot had the, the raggedy nails and was hanging out of the uh, of the slippers or the, or the high heels. I'm not talking about, you know, no picture I've seen, you know, no memes I've seen on the Internet or none of y'all. I hope. You know what I mean? But anyway, I um, I, I needed I needed that good news to come and, 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 and I did not need this or whatever. So all Sunday goes, you know what I mean? And I still don't hear anything. I'm just like, man, this is crazy. I don't believe it, believe it. But like, what if, what if this is how I lose this one? Like that would just be my luck. So Monday, uh, Monday I go and, um, reach out to one of the other major people of the company. Like I spoke to her first before I was dealing with him directly. So I was just like, Hey, can you just, here's this email I was sending. Can you just let him know? And whatever the decision is, is his decision. But again, I just want to make sure that he saw it. Right. I believe right after I sent that is when he responded. So at that point, I think he saw the email, but fortunately, finally on Monday morning, um, he sent an email to just say, Hey, very sorry. Here's uh here's an invitation. Come on out and, um, take this test to see what happens. Right. So a relief there, obviously, but then it's like, okay, it would be just my luck to go through all of this, this, this soap opera, this drama, this M night Shyamalan, this, you know what I mean? Get out there and bomb this test. Right. So I'm just like, all right, let me just make sure do what I got to do. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not a really, but like, I just took the ACT and I killed it. I've just tutored a student on the SAT and they thoroughly enjoyed my ability to explain it. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like I don't want to come in unprepared, but I've been preparing. Like I'm ready. So kind of a a nervous week. Um, and, but I come in take this test and even that, of course, right. You would think, Oh, I just kind of came to the test and went home. Right. Wrong. So I get there. And um, I see the lady that's going to be the proctor and she has me on a list of what tests I'm going to take. So I just figured, OK, so I was going to say, hey, I'm this, I'm that, I'm doing this or or trying to uh, clarify. But I seem like, OK, you, you already got me on a list. You you know the backstory. So, again, dumb on my part. Like, for real, I can't keep doing that. But the next time that you that you see me going hard to somebody else, remember that I do it for myself as well. OK, I, I know when I'm being an idiot. You know what I mean? Nobody can uh, deny that one. All right. So anyway, I get there. I start taking this test. And so not only was it the SAT and ACT hybrid, but the ACT part was the test that I prepared off of uh, the week leading up to it. And I'm just like my conscience isn't about to let me just answer all these questions right in 10 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I can't, like, I don't need to, I can't, like, if I got to cheat, I'd rather lose. So I get up, I go talk to the lady. I'm like, yo, this is, this is a test I took already. She's like, all right, let me, uh, let me make a phone call. So she reaches out to the, the owner of the company. They have a conversation. 
and she <laughs> she learns exactly who I was or whatever. Uh, she came back and she told me, she was like, you know, you, uh, I didn't really think you were a high school student like the rest of them that was taking the test. She's like, I, I didn't really think you, you were a high school student, but I didn't want to say anything. Like, I don't know the circumstances, whatever. But finally realized, like, who I am, why I was there, and what we were supposed to do. So I take a full AC, uh, full SAT. Uh, it's untimed. So it's just like, hey, just answer everything the best you can. So I go through the test, answer everything uh, the best that I can. And because it was untimed, I went through the test again. Like, I'm not... I'm, I'm going to give them my best shot and, and live with the results, you know, even though I probably would had an excellent score the first go round, But I answered at least I, I corrected at least five, maybe closer to 10 questions that would have been wrong the first time that I'm almost certain were all right when I changed them. So at that point, I turned this test in. I'm like, yo, this is my absolute best. Like I gave you everything. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm AI with the SAT. If I lost, I lost, and, and my blood, sweat, and tears was on that paper, which is kind of disgusting um, because uh, she was just trying to collect papers. Like, she don't need my DNA on there. But, you know, it's, I mean, it's all good. I'm, I'm clean. So I think it took three to four days. No, it didn't. It should have taken three to four days. You know what I mean? Um, but he was busy again. So... I think it was about five days later. So Friday after I took the test, I was like, hey, uh, professionally cussing the man out. Hey, uh, you did say you were going to get back to me on a certain day. Uh, I was just wondering uh, if you had an update for me. And again, for the wise people, you can probably guess what I was saying internally. He got back to me. He's like, hey, man, you know, really sorry. Um, it's been a crazy week. Um, but let me just get right to it. You got a 1550. It's pretty, it's pretty good. I would like you to join my team. Um, so he uh, eventually sent me the breakdown of the scores. It was a 790 on math. So I, so I am smarter. Uh, I'm smarter than a fifth grader and I'm smarter than my teenage self. And, and I'm bragging on that too. Like, like if he was here, I would do a touchdown dance um, because I'm petty. You I'm lose. Petty. Everybody. Good day, sir. You know what I mean? So anybody can get it. And then I'd got a 760, 760 on the English, um, which I actually did pre uh, relatively bad the first time. So I knew I was going to get a better English score. But yeah, to, to improve on a 780 on some what's better than a billionaire two type stuff is, is crazy. So um, that's uh, that's one of the major wins I got. I'm going to join a test prep company out here that is incredible. They've been doing their thing for over 10 years um, and even better than that. Um, all I've like, I'm doing purely SAT and ACT over there. I have the freedom to continue tutoring anything else on my own and uh, let him tell it. He's going to help me build me because he feels like happy employees are going to continue to make his business thrive, which is, I only wish everybody else knew that. I only wish the people who are still out here snooping through, you know, my accounts, uh, to see how I've been after I got fired from their job, you know, I only wish they cared like that the first time. And then I wouldn't have to be here, but this must mean God wanted me to go through all that to get here. So here I am, um, a full-time tutor, uh, for the DC area and eventually national nationally and eventually worldwide. So that was my story. Let me take a quick break though. 
the Smart Dumb Podcast and Alone Highway Tutoring are proudly featured on Bob Spotter. Bob Spotter is the premier app for black-owned businesses across the nation and the world. Visit BobSpotter.com and download their app on Android or Apple devices. Alone Highway Tutoring will provide test prep for the SAT and ACT through the end of the 2018 year for a dollar a minute and $60 an hour. That price will double when I go over to my new test prep company. So do not delay any further and sign up for Alone Highway Tutoring. Culture PHX is having the Basketball Benefit Game Saturday, November 17th. Tickets can get you to the Benefit Game in the afternoon, followed by the Suns Thunder Game in the evening, or you can opt to just buy the Benefit Game tickets. Continue to share and spread the word, buy your own tickets, donate so students can go, or you can contact us to add directly to our scholarship. Bravo is my preferred app for digital payment, This is a woman and POC-owned company that provides secure transactions on money and additionally has other endeavors. And this is the same Bravo featured on Shark Tank. So please visit them at www.trybravo and various social media outlets. And finally, make Quali TV your African diaspora streaming service. You can do a seven-day trial. You can sign up for $6.99 and pay even less if you pay for a full year. So let's support black business, support quality business. Okay, so the way I kind of broke down that story, it seemed like it was a nice little Disney movie situation. Nice little uh, beginning, middle, and end. And it certainly wasn't anywhere near that smooth so you know for all the people that i have been able to uh, establish relationships with and book sessions with and get positive comments from there were some that worked with me and didn't ever want to see me again uh there were have now been a couple times where uh parents just stopped contacting me so i haven't yet had the situation where a parent didn't approve of me and took the time out to, you know, quote unquote, fire me. Um, I haven't had any negative comments posted or sent my way, but I have had, again, just families straight up disappear on me. Uh, Their kid is still in school. Uh, They probably still had a need. I'm sure they went and found it elsewhere, but um, it's kind of, that's non-ideal because I don't know. Just a, uh, just a lack of communication is, is, is never good. So not knowing what it is that I could fix to do better and not hearing it from the person that feels that way is just an unfortunate situation, but it happens. Um, other than that, one of the challenges that I have is just to hang up on starting in the first place. And the reason that usually happens is because they don't think my rate is reasonable or it's just not in their budget, right? And the second one is definitely more excusable and understandable. I mean, if you don't have it, you don't have it, regardless of what the service is. And regardless of what the service is, there's always something else out there that's cheaper. Very few people can truly say they are the least expensive service out there. And that's not even my goal. Um, I've definitely <clears throat> had to navigate that space. And 
it was definitely, it was certainly a lot tougher to figure out when I was truly hoping that this person was going to come on board because I really needed that new client. And it's not that much of the case anymore. Like I'm certainly not truly comfortable, but I know that I'm on my way and I know I don't need to, you know, I know, I know my worth is, is, is way higher than I'm charging. And I know I don't need to budge. And I know I don't need that one particular person. And I also know how many hours a week I need to make to be just fine. And that also helps with not needing to panic if one or two people decides they don't want to go with me. It's perfectly fine. I deal with it like an adult. I wish them their best and I hope they go find a situation that works for them. Uh, we're talking about educating kids. I don't, you know, it's not, you know, you come work with me or I hope you all fail. It's, I just, that's, that's a terrible mentality. Uh, and that's not the one I have. Um, if anything, <clears throat> you know, for anybody that did have that whole, I don't think you should charge that much. First of all, no one could ever justify it. And nobody could really tell me, well, you're worth this. Uh, so there was no reason to change it. On the other hand, joining this test prep company, now families are going to pay well over $100 for my services. So, <laughs> like, it's, 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 it's quiet and it's over for any, any, any price reduction. It's just simply not going to happen. It is what it is, but obviously I got to figure out where I need to be to find the families that feel the need to spend that money, willing to spend that money, and that's who I work with. The other, so one of the things that I kind of, I don't even really say I wrestle with. I was pretty comfortable because, and I would say it was easier to do in 2017 and 2018 because this isn't my first go around as far as tutoring, but the importance of owning my subject expertise as far as knowing what is it that I can do and being upfront with what I can't do and not taking somebody's money just because it was available just to completely waste them and their students' time because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't know how to help them know what they're doing. So I stuck to what I know. And that was what I offered. And the importance and the and the good thing was, is I'm tapping two markets that a lot of people need. When I say grade school math and a little bit of expansion in grade school English, that is a whole lot of people. So even though I might filter some of those people out because they don't want to pay the rate that I charge, the good news is I had the numbers in the first place. So it works out in the end. So yes, it's important, it's honorable that I don't cheat people out of the subjects I don't know how to do. But I've also had to pass on business because of subjects that I don't know how to do that I probably could. So expanding my knowledge base is going to be important and that's going to be part of my longevity plan. For example, statistics uh, at the higher level is certainly a a year goal of mine, an annual goal of mine. So I figure around this time next year, by the end of 2019, that should be an offering that I have. And I would hope that I would be able to work with somebody on that. Um, it's a fair assumption. All right. So yeah, it's definitely good. Uh, that's the reason I'm doing what I'm doing is because I know I'm good at it and I know I have enough to offer 
But even though there's somebody else out there, again, that was able to do math and then physics, uh, salute to them. So maybe one day that'll be me and then I'll be uh, the one getting paid instead of the one getting passed on. Uh, but that'll always happen. There's always going to be somebody else out there that I lose one set of business to or another set of business to. I just need to make sure I get mine, uh, enough of mine, you know, get these uh, get these bills paid and food on the table and get uh, get us out to different things we want to do as a family. And uh, that, that'll be life. In a perfect world, I just go in there and I get the website built and I got the Facebook page and I say, hey, I tutor and everybody says, oh, OK, well, tutor me. And I just have all these direct business dealings and get paid directly and all that type of stuff. And life is just lovely. I get paid in 24 hours and everything's great. But obviously, uh, there's a little bit more complexity to that. So that's where the middlemen and the third parties come in, the platforms. So some of those do not work uh, for me and others I've had success for. So shout out Sylvan In-Home Tutoring. This is a service that more recently launched uh, that actually is also based out of Maryland, just kind of coincidentally. Like, that's not why I signed up. I found them online. I didn't know where they were based out of. But I signed up, you know, I figured, I say, hey, what's the worst that could happen? And instead, uh, right out the gate, I was getting phone calls. I was getting requests. And now that's a very uh, reliable source uh, where people are definitely checking and definitely picking up my profile. And at this point, now I have previous sessions previous clients that are happy with me. And so now I'm only building up, you know, my legitimacy that I know I have, but now people, uh, you know, people see it. So they see me as a subject matter expert on that website. So that's great. I'm giving a website called Hey Tutor a Chance. Um, <clears throat> and the thing that's good about them is uh, they also make an online an option. And then uh, Tutor Ocean is a brand new service. Uh, that launched from a guy that lives in Canada and um, and he uh, you know it basically he had a beta period so it made sense you know it was financially wise for me to jump in at this point and kind of see what could happen there so the thing with those is obviously you people that find me from those platforms uh, those platforms are going to take a little percentage uh, out of what I would normally make. But the flip side is thanks to those platforms, I'm getting customers that I wouldn't have normally had. So, you know, it's a trade-off that you deal with and you just make sure I just made sure the key is to just make sure that I set the set rates so that at the end of the day, what, you know, the, the net pay and the pay that it's in my deposit, uh, this deposit in my account is worth the time. And I can say in all cases that I'm doing work that is worth my time. Um, speaking of that, that's why I personally, uh, appreciate the online tutor option when I went to the, when I went to the, <clears throat> excuse me, when I went to the national conference in April that was in Florida, it was partially to learn, uh, how to become a better online tutor. And just my luck, there was a, uh, another Canadian who's doing his thing in science and is uh, very comfortable with that. So that let me know I can do what I do online. Um, so the plus of that is a convenience factor. As long as my internet connection, as long as my bill is paid, as long as my inter internet connection is solid, I'm out here able to help these students 
at any point anywhere. Uh, and that also includes locally. I mean, this past winter, we had quite a few snow days. So traveling to the library was very not ideal. So now we both can just go ahead and get in front of get in front of a mic and a camera and just get this work done. So it's benefits for me. It can be a convenience factor for them. You know, travel time matters, uh, especially when we're trying to get somewhere right after school. Now I'm navigating through D.C. streets during rush hour. It's not the best situation to do. That's one thing. Again, people who don't live where I live, uh, it can be nighttime, but it just hit after school for the West Coast and I can work with them. And one day I really do plan to work with individuals who are overseas. And we just navigate that time difference. But all I have to do is be awake and make sure that connection is strong. And we just do what we have to do. So I'm definitely an advocate for online tutoring um, and definitely working on ways to continue to get better at uh, what it is that I do in, in establishing my brand and style and everything like that. Um and finally, uh, I think one of the most important, you know, mindsets that I have in regards to this tutoring business is that nobody is my competition. And I truly believe that I um, I feel like we're all out here uh, as tutors um, to work. We're not necessarily here to compete. I mean, there's an inherent competition. You need to stand out. You need to make yourself um, desirable. But I'm not, you know, there's no battling. We're not putting on pads. I'm not sneak dissing. You know what I mean? Any other tutor, like I have my lane, I have my capabilities, and that's all I do is continue to let people know who I am. And some of them are going to come and I'm perfectly fine with that. You know, one of the things that helped me arrive, I mean, I kind of naturally have that mentality. Uh, which was unfortunate in the cutthroat corporate America environment, but it's perfect here. Uh, because what I found out is that people who are in this business for 10 plus years just have way more of a laid back approach to their situation. So when we go back to, <clears throat> excuse me, we go back to who the first company was that I interviewed for, I can say, hey, I'm out here trying to start my own tutoring company. And that's a plus. They appreciate my proactivity and my activity and they appreciate they know what it was like for them just getting started and they respect somebody that's also trying to uh, join this industry and so they're supportive the company that i am going to join all i had to do again is cut off the test prep and for the most part just not you know not try to solicit customers uh, right in their market, but they have a specific market. There's a very wealthy county in Maryland that they're in control of. There's there's uh, Virginia where they reside and there's parts of D.C., but there's a, a completely different, actually two completely different, very successful counties in Maryland that they're not touching that are right where I am. So I can continue to try to build my own brand and network there while I build their brand and make myself marketable for them. And there's no reason why I can't do both. There's no reason why I shouldn't do both. Again, he's not my competition. We're both building off of each other and piggybacking off of each other 
to success. And he's already got success. That home office that he has is absolutely beautiful. I don't have anything like that. I haven't seen too many places like that. I definitely didn't work in cubicles that were that nice. So for him to reach his hand out and say, hey, you and me can do things together is an honor. And I look forward to being a very valuable component of that company. And in the meantime, at the exact same time, when I'm doing that for him, I'm doing that for myself. It's beautiful. It's not make an investment, make a sacrifice, and uh, this week he mopping floors next year's surprise. You know, which should be weak, but we know how corporate America gets, or I know how my experience was. You know what I mean? So it's like the gratification's coming, and it's coming right now. And it's crazy to think that I didn't used to know that that was a possibility. Uh, but again, we're here now, and I appreciate it now. That's why I've been repeating a lot of the same points, because those things are true, and I don't have to apologize for it. So, you know, that's uh, more or less, this is where my life is going to be. And the wild thing is, this is just within the scope of tutoring. So when we get to that 444 part four, that kind of talks about the year recap, and I get to kind of talking about, I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit on some of my other uh, endeavors and goals that I have. So um, that's pretty much it. I hope you all enjoyed the latest edition of the Smart Dumb Podcast 444 Part 3. Just specifically talking about a long highway tutoring and my tutoring future. Uh, please feel free to look up that page. As of this recording, there would have been three videos that I have up around this time. So please check those out. Let me know how you feel. What did you like? What did you not like? Let your friends know. Let your family know. Like, I'm out here. I'm a tutor. I'm pretty good. Pretty smart. You know, I know what I'm doing. I'm here to help the other students. It's not just about me. It's about helping the student get their understanding, get their confidence. And um, we're just looking forward to it. Like, 2018 has been a ride. Um, but the end of the year is, is moving right along into 2019. And I'm excited about it. And we're going to talk about that. So um, with that, we're about to sign off. And I'm just out here rambling. Let me shut up. Y'all have a great day. Be blessed. Don't be like my wife. She was out here with a crazy costume.